0: Welcome to the Successful Collective podcast with me, Jules Duncan.
1: And myself, Marisa Devlin, talking all things women in business. If you want to find out more, then hit the subscribe button or reach out to us on the Successful Collective on Instagram.
0: Marisa, as always, I'm going to start and ask you what are you grateful for today?
1: So this week I am grateful for working out and as you know Jules that is something that's just such a huge part of my life but bizarrely and I know you and I ended up messaging about this yesterday but while I was working out in my own space yesterday with nobody around me it it was really part of my thinking process while I was uh, listening to the workout and I was just thinking the fact that this gives me time to myself and every day and we're making some progress and it's just about what I do. I just absolutely love it. And there are days where and obviously I know that when um I go to certain personal trainer, rest days are very, very important. But I actually don't like rest days. I totally understand the benefit of them but I love love being in the zone of working out.
0: What it, about yourself, Jules? Today I am grateful for my animals. Because they just really do. Obviously, if anyone <laughs> goes in the bit Cookie, she is a lot of work, but they are just so especially Mallow and George, who just they just don't care about anything. Do you know? Like very little kids that you just if you're having a bad day, they just sweep you along on their good in the moment kind of day. And like Cookie goes outside and she like looks at birds and she, like, finds things on the pavement. And everything, no matter what you're doing, she's just, I'll have fun with you. And, like, everything's exciting. I bought her a new ball yesterday. These balls we get from Morrison's, which, if you've got a dog, these balls from Morrison's are fifty. And they're the uh, cookie's absolute favourite things. So I bought her this £1.50 ball while I was in Morrison's yesterday. And, like, she was so happy she could have burst. <laughs> and I, I just think if you're having a bad day, animals and little kids they just there's no little kids in my house so that's why I'm grateful for animals but animals and little kids literally just sweep you along on their live in the moment everything's fantastic no anxiety let's have fun type journeys and I, I just think that's just so amazing and I think they make you forget yourself a wee bit which is brilliant
1: they do and I think actually animals have got I just think there's a therapeutic value to them. I oh, can yeah. believe that's coming out of my mouth. Um, I was not feeling the therapeutic value in the pouring rain during the week taking <laughs> drug a jog walk. But anyway, so this week we are going to be chatting about something that we say on a very regular basis. And it's a term that comes from Marie Forleo. And you actually mentioned her book last week. And her book is actually called Everything is outable. And since you and I have both read that book, we are very, very solution-focused people anyway. But since we've read her book, we love that phrase, everything is outable The challenge with it is if you put it into WhatsApp, it constantly comes up as a spell check. However, that's the topic for today. And I think what we also need to kick off with is that the reality in business is that on a daily basis, we have to make 100 decisions a day. mm mm-hmm. uh, what we really need to understand is, what is the difference between decision making and problem solving? And everything is figureoutable comes into the problem solving aspect. And so decisions are basically things that can be made pretty easily and effectively. But a challenge isn't a decision that needs to be made so it's a little bit more complicated than that, and it's when you know that you can't make that decision because you don't know how to make that necessary decision quickly, and that's where problem solving comes into it, and it happens
0: a lot. Yeah, I think you're right that you're so your decision making problem solving sits separately, and your decision making is when you have two or more options and you have to make a choice between them. Now decision making can sometimes be very challenging and it can push you a wee bit and in business you've got to make a lot of hard decisions but decision making is when you are presented with a number of options and you have to pick which road to take whereas problem solving is you know something needs to happen but you don't necessarily know how so you have to really get to the problem solving in order to get to the decision making it's a kind of step by step process and if you believe everything is outable. you can solve all of the problems, you can make all of the decisions, business success.
1: And this week, I have had, I often think as well, when it's more of a challenge or a problem, it's that kind of grit your teeth moment, and I have been living in that moment this week, and I'm happy to share that. So most people will know, and it's very, very prominent in the media at the moment, that hospitality industry is very challenging at the moment so our business model in the cove when we took over in 2016 we pretty much replicated what was already there and that came from coming from a non-hospitality background so the model being that you have a core set of staff and then you have your weekend so all your schoolies and the people that basically complement the business. Now what has happened over A period of time as you then spend a lot of time and energy through your management training people up and then eventually just the natural laws of how it works is your students will go on to or your pupils will go on to uni some of them stay with you right through and then eventually they go to university but through that and then they get a job so they leave you but through that time also what i've realized is things are changing out there So, you and I would have had jobs when we were young, and I remember one job in particular where I used to go out of an evening and go in the next day, (laughs) struggle through a shift with a hangover and such like, Um, but you were just always there, and I worked in a kitchen, so I wasn't front-facing or anything. But nowadays, some of our team, for example, on our rota system, have got more unavailability than availability. Mm. So, we've had a couple of supervisors leaving, one for other jobs and one heading off to uni. And so what I've then done is basically, if you imagine I have taken the model for the cove and I've turned it upside down, shook it all about and had to really take a step out and think about, okay, because the hospitality industry is challenging at the moment, how do we attract the right people that can actually drive the business forward? And so... I have just been in and went all over things. Now, got a manager, as everybody knows, but there are times in business where I think you need to step up to the plate and say, right, okay, for in the Coves situation, I own this. So I have to get in there, take a bit of responsibility. And I have went out and, in my opinion, sought out the right people who are going to bring some long-term stability to that business. So Sometimes, and it used to be my biggest bugbear, when people leave your business, it's so frustrating. But actually, if you can take that step back and say, do you know what, this is a huge opportunity to find a different solution, that's where the everything is figure outable aspect comes in.
0: And do you know, I think you touched on that there slightly. So before owning the cove, you had, other than when you were a schoolie, you had never really worked in hospitality. You'd never managed a hospitality based business. So, hospitality is a fairly new industry to you. But do you not find that if you stick within your industry and your industry norms and the way it's always done and the models that are always used, that can sometimes be detrimental to the business? Because a lot of people will look at something and be like, oh, this doesn't work. And what they mean is the way everyone else does it and the way we normally do it doesn't work. But when you apply the principle of everything is figure Take a different model. Take a model from a different industry and apply that. Like you say, flip it on its head, come at it from a different angle. And I think sometimes thinking outside the box and taking inspiration from other industries works really, really well and helps you get to a solution that wouldn't be the norm in your industry following the industry standards and what everyone else does. So, If you are meeting a challenge and you think this can't be done, I can't figure this out, ask yourself, can you not figure it out based on what you are used to and based on what everyone else in your industry does? Take a leaf out of somebody else's book, a different industry's book. How would they figure it out? And I think this is the great thing about having a network of people that are outside of your industry, because a lot of the people that I speak to about business Many of them aren't in the fitness industry and don't know anything about fitness, but I've learned lots from them and applied it to my business. And it's made a huge impact. And it maybe would have been something that wasn't outable in my industry and the way we do it. But taking inspiration from somebody else, a, a nail tech, a hairdresser, a solicitor, someone else's business and apply their principles. And
1: what you're talking about, what I would say on that is, and it's a skill for problem solving, is having the confidence behind you. So you need to be confident. I would say that there's an element of fear. So when we bought the cove over, our element of fear, which was absolutely wrong, but I don't mind admitting, was we had a team of people who said, this is how we've always done it. Mm -hmm. And so because, like you said, my history in hospitality had been many, many years before, then you don't want to say, well, actually, here's how I think we should do it. And that you're you're absolutely right because there are so many learnings from other businesses that you can bring into your own mm-hmm. to make a difference. And actually what then happens is your offering for your customers becomes very different. And that lends itself very nicely into a V section um about effective problem solving. And quite often when people are looking at problems, they come in with preconceived notion of knowing what the right answer is. So if we take the example of the cove, well, this is how we've already, always done it. Then that is the lens that people will look through solving a challenge or solving a problem in the way they've always done it. Now, there is a guy called Dr. Edward de Bono, and he looks at skill sets of people. And he also has done many, many studies on problem solving. And I'm going to explain this. It's absolutely brilliant, especially if you have a team of people or people around you who could lead into this. And he calls it the six Hats theory. So, again, thinking about normally people going to solving an issue, solving a challenge with their normal preconceived notion that they know what the solution is. Yep. But the six hats is totally different. And he uses this theory to break down to into imaginary six hats. And each member of a team wears a different hat to learn separate thinking into six clear functions and roles. And the hats have got names. So the white hat is for identifying important information. So that's what you would do if you were wearing that hat or given that hat. The yellow hat is for optimism. So, for you and I, we would love that hat, but actually, we would not be the best people to give that hat to. Does that make sense? Oh, so
0: why? Why? Because that's our natural default. That's yes. why. So that's our
1: preconceived idea of thinking. So we would give that hat to someone else. The black hat is for spotting risks and challenges. The red for oh, hat that's so exactly so the black hat would be his default position so we wouldn't give him that the red (laughs) hat is for feelings and intuition green hat for creativity and the blue hat is to manage the thinking process now it's really quite interesting because straight away you and I went immediately the yellow hat's ours but to be really effective is that the idea is that Normally, people would sit around the table and they would look at the problem from the same angle and come up with the same solution. But by mentally switching hats, you've actually got the opportunity to think of new ways and achieve a new outlook. So it's a wee bit like SWOT analysis, but it's just a different way of thinking about it. And when I was reading up on that, I thought, oh, I just love that.
0: It's brilliant We'll share that on our social media. And do you know, I'm going to throw in a wee fun fact for people here as you were telling me the colours of those hats and what they were for, colour psychology completely comes in. Because in marketing, yellow Yellow. is for optimism, blue is for stability and for knowledge, your thinking process. So actually that's just a wee fun fact for you there that how we market and the colours we use in marketing are very aligned to those, the hats that you're going to wear. But yeah, I mean, if you think about it, when you speak to different people, now I've got, a very small group of people like three or four people that I speak to in depth about my business obviously one of them being you but the other people that I speak to only one of them is from the fitness industry and the other people that I go to for advice about my business and I speak to about my business are from different industries they do totally different things but they run varying sizes of business and I get different advice from different people but it lets me come at things from very different angles. And I suppose, actually, when you think about it, probably the people I go to for advice all wear a different colour of hat. Yes. So obviously, you've got the yellow hat on. <laughs> so if I'm like, oh, I need an optimistic solution, I'll ask you. To. You so, need a quote, you come to me. <laughs> but yeah, but that's the, it's quite interesting in that I've probably collected this group of, this network of people that are close to me that all have different strengths and look at things in different ways. And they are the small group of people that I go to for advice. So I get different types of advice from different people and it helps me be a better problem solver because I'll obviously have my way of problem solving, but you'll look at it a different way as well other people. And it's just such a good perspective to have that you need to come at problems from different ways. Like they say, old ways won't open new doors.
1: And if you've got, you know, that kind of varying circle around you, then it allows you to basically take in that information and then make an informed decision. And that, for me, is very key when you're working on your own, Mm -hmm. because if you don't have the team that you can hand out different hats to, if you've got that kind of sounding block, isn't it? Because I think you need that, don't you, in business? You certainly can't do it all on your own because as we've said decision making happens every day but challenges do crop up Mm -hmm. and you know there's ways that you can obviously hone skills for problem solving but one of the key things is is that self-confidence because that absolutely impacts your results and one of the things that I would say personally to me is I live by two things in my mind I think that and every challenge there is a solution, so everything is outable. And secondly, I always believe that things work out. So, if we use that example of staffing, and I, you know, being very honest, I sat and I worked on this on Sunday because I'd kind of hit a brick wall on it. Doesn't happen very often, but when I hit that brick wall, I'm just literally like, oh, very, very frustrated but what I did was I started working on Sunday and I actually just had to shut my computer and what I did was sat with things that I was thinking about and then started making different decisions on Monday and I think also giving, sitting with things and giving things a little bit of time for you to process is really, really important as well.
0: And actually I use an analogy about this quite a lot, so in your you've described it very well there that you hit a brick wall. So imagine yourself when it comes to a challenge and you need to figure something out, you're on a road, you're traveling down this road, which is your business, and you hit a brick wall. So you are nose to the bricks against this brick wall and you think there is absolutely no way around this because if you look up or you look right or you look left, all you can see is brick wall and you think there's literally no way around this. However... If you walk backwards and take 15 steps backwards away from that wall, you can see that the wall's not actually that wide. If you just veer to the right or veer to the left, you can walk around that wall. And I think that's a very, very good point about how to figure things out, step back. And I think in business, with a lot of things in life, people tend to, when they meet that brick wall and they meet an obstacle, they just keep banging on it trying to figure it out, and they bang on it and bang on it and bang on it and think, I'm not getting anywhere with this. Stop, move back away from the problem and take a bit of time out. So actually a big, huge part of everything is figured out is getting out of your business. And very many times when you get out of the business and away from the problem that you're trying to solve, that's when you put on your green creativity hat and a solution appears. For you. So, actually, trying not to figure things out sometimes helps you figure them out. Totally.
1: And I think, as well, it's important to remember that you don't always have to find the right answer mm-hmm. for it to be a solution. So, sometimes, you know, I'm not saying that I've found a magic potion or solution to staffing at the Cove because I've already mentioned hospitality is challenging at the moment. But what I have found is a different way to look at things and a different route to plan staffing. So do I know right now, today, that that's the right answer? No, I don't. But I'm absolutely going to try it because I'm trying something different. And that something different in my mind can only be better than the way it is just now.
0: And I think that's a good point that like when you're in your business, you're very close to it. And you're very emotionally attached to it. And this is where I think mentoring and having a business mentor is absolutely invaluable because the business mentor, especially if they're not from your industry, will have a completely different take on things than you will. They have also got years of experience that they can lend to the solution and they'll take a much more bird's eye view of the issue, whereas you're very close to it. So this is... In my experience, now I've had three different business mentors. Only one of them has been from the fitness industry. Two others, yourself included, have not been from the fitness industry. And they have all individually given so much to my business because they've come at it from a different point of view. So I think a big part of learning to figure it out is that you don't necessarily need to be the one to figure it out but have people in your network, in your circle, on your side that can help you figure it out. So actually reaching out to someone else and being like, I don't know what to do with this is sometimes the way you figure it out, asking for help.
1: And it's that, I call it living in your bubble effect. So if you live in your own bubble, that's all you see. And sometimes you just need someone external to come in and they will see things very, very differently. Basic example I used to give, all of the time to our nursery staff was they would walk in a door of a nursery every single day. First impressions are so important to me. And actually we do this with the Cove as well about doing a customer walk. But you see the same things every single day. So guaranteed the Cove team or a nursery team or whatever team will not notice something hanging off a wall because they pass it every single day. You and I will walk in with a fresh pair of eyes and it's the first thing that our eyes will be drawn to so it's that external view looking in as well and the other thing as well is quite often in business mistakes can cost money and so therefore there's fear associated with well what if i make a decision and it's going to cost the business money also i think what's really critical in all of this is building up a culture in such a way that people don't have fear of failing and we've talked many 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 times about how our belief is that there's no failure there's only learning but if you have a culture where for example in the cove if someone smashes a cup or smashes a glass and they're really concerned about that then that fear means that people can't make comfortable confident decisions as well so there's a huge aspect in there that the people around about you have to be confident that it's okay we don't over-punish mistakes or we don't punish them at all. And it's okay because if we come across a, cha- a challenge, how do we ensure that we're empowering everybody around about us to know that everything's outable as well?
0: I think that comes from your own belief. So if you believe that everything is figureoutable, not that you have everything figured out, you then lead from a point of view of, I don't have everything absolutely figured out, but I know I can. And you think, try this, doesn't work, right, let's try something else. We have learned that that doesn't work. So if you, as a leader, or even if you're in a solo business, you do not have to have everything figured out. You and I do not know everything about business. We don't know how to fix every problem. But we know we can. Draw on all of the assets and network and knowledge that we have to figure it out. And I think letting yourself learn, letting yourself fail is a huge part of success. No one has got it all figured out, despite what you might think looking at social media. Everyone has challenges in their business and everyone is learning every day. So letting yourself learn letting yourself figure things out and letting yourself feel is a huge part of problem solving
1: it totally is and another aspect for me is and we've used the word problem quite a lot today and it's not a word that we actually use ever because we are very very conscious about our use of language so something that is right up there i've used the word frustrated quite a lot today you can tell what kind of we i'm having in business um but something that's quite High up there on my list of frustrations is when people say, oh, I'm so stressed out today. I've had such a stressful day. So, use of language in terms of everything being figured outable is also a skill that can be trained because I had I spoke to two people yesterday, one of which said to me, Sorry I didn't get back to you, I've been run off my feet all day. The other person said, Thanks very much for your patience. I've had such a great busy day and being kept going all day exactly the same scenario two people using completely different language and you can you will know straight away which language i was very happy about it was a second person but language is crucial as well in terms of the solution focused thinking positive language absolutely helps you to start thinking in a solution orientated manner
0: completely And it's very true because we always say this, rather than saying, sorry, I'm late, say, thank you for waiting on me. And it's the same thing. But if we flip and reframe that language, it very often makes problem solving or challenges that much easier. So, we would love to hear how you approach problem solving and challenges in your business. What are you going to do differently to make sure everything is figure outable? Reach out to us on social media at the successful collective. <music>